tweeters, and Facebookers, YouTubers, and Forchers. It's time to put down your Instagram and tumble your way into another week's episode of Internet Popular. I am your host, Clearly. With me, as always, Chelsea Nepenthe. Hey, Clay. Hey, Chelsea, how you been doing lately? Pretty fucking badass. That sounds really rad-ass. Crazy fucking thing. I'm gonna, I am gonna start running every day. Or I have that is. I think it's pretty fucking crazy. What are you running from? Who runs? Hmm? So what are you running from? Remember that time we met in person that we don't talk about? I'm still running from that. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I would... I, I Okay, I, but more importantly, guys, gentlemen, ladies, non-binary zer creatures, today our daddy of the week is Hazen Cruz. Hazen, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going, buddy? We just asked you what's going on, though. Like, I just was like, what's going on? And then you just blew me off and asked me what's what I, what's going on with me. And I, I just, you know, what, I, you know I feel like that's not how that goes. Like, that's not what yeah, we're You know what's weird is I actually greeting. didn't care what was going on because it is a standard creep. But now I actually do want to know what's going on with Hazen Cruz. Hazen, yeah. what are you Hazen. wearing? Tell me what you're Daddy. wearing right now. Oh, my God, Daddy. Okay, start oh. from the bottom and go up. What are you wearing? This is a pair of boxers and a smoking jacket. Okay, what's uh, what's on the boxers? Uh, little hearts, actually. I got these for Valentine's Day. Oh, shit. I can see that. That makes sense. What color carpet? Uh, I'm on a rug right now, which mm. is uh, quite a few colors, but uh is beige. This is a rental. I'm going to say, I don't wait, think wait, wait. you're the I'm kind sorry. of person who has Wait, wait, wait. White we can't walls. go past this. Did you just say that a carpet was a rental? Did you go to a carpet rental? That's a thing? Uh, no, the house itself. Is I would be so much more interested if the carpet was a rental, but, you know. I would be too. <laughs> New business opportunities, people. Yeah, rent carpet. You got friends coming over? <laughs> you know that guy that's going to puke every time? Okay, okay, okay. Sounds like a Tim and so, Eric bit. I'm going to say, Hazen, as I ask everybody, who the fuck are you? Why should we care? Why are you on? Why? Are, what are you doing here, man? Just some attention whore online that tries to make everything about me so that I can hopefully make some money off that one day and do... A little bit of everything, music, voice acting. I was in a movie, actually, a uh, little Harry Potter fan film. I got paid for that. So You know, I'm going to be honest, you had me until you said fan film. But, I mean... Yeah, that's how it usually not, goes. Not, you did say you got paid, so do you, like, consider yourself a professional actor then for, like, life? I guess, uh, you know, in the technical sense of the word, I am. Um, so, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. do a little bit better. We've gotten paid from Patreon. To do this, which is supposed to be a comedy podcast. Does that mean Clay and I are professional comedians? Yeah. But the technical sense of the word, I think Bang. you guys are. You know what? Qualified. I like this. This this weird jerk-off circle is working for me, so I'm going to run with it. We're going to have our own Oscars soon, three of us. <laughs> it's like the, this... Start start circle-jerking each other with statues. What do you call it? The, C, the C-grade Oscars? We got this. Yeah. Sponsored by Seagram's oh. and Surge Soda. So what else have you been doing with your life, man? What's going on? What uh, what makes you on the show right now? Other than acting in Harry oh, Potter fanfics. No. 
Okay, was it? Uh, well, hold on. Oh, there's there's a question that needs to be asked. Now, was it an, was it an erotic fanfic? No, actually, uh, despite a lot of the other work I've done, it wasn't. Tell, uh, tell me about what was, happened. Like, who were you in the movie? I was the the very. I did a, a dub, a voiceover of another character. I'm not actually appearing like like visually. That's in the not movie. what I asked. So, who's your yeah. character? Uh, it's a, it's a veteran character that he's was in part of some magic war that was part of the uh, whole backstory. It's a prequel to the Harry Potter series. And uh, he's one of the last people you see in the film. He's sort of a mentor to uh, one of the other characters. They're all trying to hunt down these horcruxes from Voldemort. Okay, okay. so if I'm but, if I'm uh, hearing you right, the, the the guy you dubbed the voice for, it was an actual actor. Like, is this like a Hercules in New York yeah. situation where his voice just was so terrible that he got to act it, but you voiced his lines? <laughs> oh, I wish it was oh, that yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more that they contacted me asking me if I could do a voiceover for it and I was kind of like, you want me to do dubbing for someone else? Like, usually people just loop their own lines. But well, what, they, what happened was yourself. the guy. Yeah, the guy was like, all right, it's, so, it's such a weird situation. But they showed me the footage. And what happened is when they were recording the footage, the, the audio wasn't clean. And the guy actually, he's Russian. And some of his Russian accent kind of came through instead of the British one that they Dude, wanted. It is Hercules so in New York. That's yeah. fucking awesome. It's a, it's a little bit like that. I don't know what Hercules okay, in New so, York is. Should and I? Chelsea, okay, I if either. I can real quick, I'll make it quick. Hercules in New York was Arnold Schwarzenegger's first like bigger movie, but this was before. He, oh yeah, he had a really bad accent, <laughs> and he wasn't known that much. So he did all of the acting, but they took an American actor to do his voice. So all of the lines are said by another actor while he does it all and mouths it. <laughs> Okay, that actually sounds kind of great. Not something that, I mean, okay. That sounds pretty good. Oh, it's phenomenal. I get, I get the reference now. Thank you. <laughs> I need to watch that again now. <laughs> so, okay, guys. Um, jokes aside, because there's no more in this episode, one of the cool things about Hazen, one of the things that's like, holy shit, we're never going to be there, is we've known Hazen for maybe about a year now, and he's starting, in his own words... His career, his entertainment career, is starting to take off. Am I am I wrong here? No, it's absolutely right. It's uh, starting to come to fruition. Um, actually, supporting myself a lot with some of the stuff I do online for entertainment. I for the last maybe four or five months now, I've paid not my rent, but all my utilities, water, power, that kind of stuff, oh, with just stuff I'm doing online. So this is the, this is the part where Clay and I let you know that this is an intervention. Lately, you oh, no. you believe that you can quit your day job and you can just start to pay all of your bills. Oh no! Um, I I love the the uh, thing is utilities because that's like if you have your child pay rent before they move out because they're a little too old to live with you. It's like all right, you pay utilities. Yeah, it's it's such a small thing, but it's just no. That, like, I mean, I don't know. It just sort I of... mean, it's shooting on you. It's like, that actually is fucking awesome, man. Like, good on you. No, it's pretty great. Um, so it's. It sounds, uh, you know, it sounds least less impressive to say that you're paying just your utilities. So we can just say I'm paying my bills now. No, no, no. But bills. I still honestly, I really do think that when you look at measurable goals, being able to say that your utilities are now paid for by your like entertainment career, that's a massive fucking goal. And I think you're in an interesting place where you're not before you were just Internet popular. You're just one of us. You're a loser. 
you had a lot of friends online, occasionally contributed to stuff, but at the end of the day, you were still just internet popular. You're now in that moment where like you're about to transition into being more than that. And so before you get too big to talk to us, it's kind of cool to have you on the show and like take a look at like where your mind is like right now. Yeah, well, first, let's let's correct the uh, the notion that I'm not still a loser. That's still that's that'll always be true. Can't ever really dig yourself out of that one. But uh, yeah, um, it's interesting to me as well, because I didn't expect this kind of stuff to go uh, sort of as quickly as it does. I know. A lot of people need like, you know, if they're a YouTuber and they need a, an MCN multi-channel network, somebody to kind of help them grow and have videos cross-promoted and stuff like that. This, uh, I haven't grown quite as quickly as some people have on stuff like that. Well, you don't got the tits that some of the girls got on there. That's true. Oh uh, they're almost Can there. They're coming in really yet? nice. No, they're coming in. Uh, when <laughs> they the get mail. a little bit bigger, I'll start doing the IRL section of Twitch, I think. Uh, they don't ban you for that and just wearing a bra and panties, I think. So, you know, we'll test that out when that when it comes around to that time. But, uh, yeah, it, this has all been done by me. Like, nobody has, uh, you know, I've not had, you know, any kind of management so or no one has representation. Built, you have built this completely by yourself. So, yeah, just, you take just offense to Barack Obama saying that small business owners did not build that by themselves. You, you, you're going to rebuke Barack Obama saying that you did, you did. You you built this by yourself. Yeah, I think I think people like me built America, and I did definitely build this uh, pretty much for the most part by myself. I mean, the, the had, Twitch company uh, had to have helped a bit. See, yeah, as you can see, guys, thing, he's like, already starting to like believe his own hype. What? Like he's what yeah, my he... head is swelling right now. No, seriously. Like, so what's interesting to me is that after this go as this goes well, he has the choice to make when he's in the shower not cleaning himself and just daydreaming of is this gonna blow up and am I gonna be awesome and can I afford those tits and vagina I've always wanted? Or is this gonna blow up in my face and I'm gonna become a joke in like two weeks? I mean I'm impressed that he's he can chosen afford showers because he gets these to paid for. I I'm still kind of on the a couple times a week I can spring one maybe. So eh. Um, if I was there about a year nice. ago. Hey, if, actually, if I could ask you a legit question, like when you're like you're starting this, when did you first start seeing it as, or what was your first science that it was trending towards something that was a feasible way to make some real money? It was uh, there was some there was some events back about maybe a year and a half ago with uh, the Dick Show, uh, where there was a tr a Twitch trolling thing, and apparently I got credit for you know, having that we were trolling this guy on Twitch. Dick thought it was funny. He brought me on the show for it. Once that happened, um, you know, people started to kind of notice me and they recognize me like where I go on the internet and stuff. That's, I would say that's probably the, the point where I became, as you say, internet popular. Sure. And then where it kind of took a turn from that was when the same guy, Dick Masterson actually contacted me from some of the other stuff he's seen that I did. And he said, you know, he basically just told me, Hey man, I think you're funny. I want you to do some stuff for the show. So I wrote some stuff, especially for his show. And from that, it just kind of spiraled out into a bunch of different things. Um, you know, I started a five, well, I had a fiver, but people started ordering things more often on Fiverr, <clears throat> which of course drove me up, you know, to where like people who hadn't heard of the Dick show or me at all, just see like, Hey, this guy's got a bunch of people ordering stuff from for him, and he's, uh, they're satisfied with what he's delivering. My dad actually told me that he thinks I should try fiber. I think he knows nothing about it. I, I, I'm what's curious. What's fiber? Yeah. 
Fiverr is just like a basically a marketplace where you can do freelance work. People do everything from like voice acting to data entry to video editing, everything on there. And you, the price you said is always in a multiple of five dollars, and then they take one dollar for every five you make. Oh, I was thinking it was that thing like uh, PewDiePie like used for you know what would they? Yeah, that came from Fiverr. Okay. I know what you're talking about. The the Hitler did nothing wrong yeah. thing. Okay, I didn't know that there were multiples of five. Yeah. I thought it was basically you paid five dollars, they did something small. I didn't know there was more to that. That's how most people's Fivers are set up. But there are people on there, man, that do stuff like really complicated stuff. Like they'll help you set up. A, an SEO optimized website for your business, and it's like you know three hundred bucks or something. Oh, shit, that's really interesting. I didn't know for cool. I didn't know what all was on there till I made a profile and just looked around, and I was like, Holy "What's shit, your uh, like, profile?" So, if anyone listening right now wanted to like pay you to do something, what's your uh, Fiverr profile? Oh my god, yes, it's a uh, Fiverr with two R's, so it's F I V as in Victor E R R dot com slash Hazen Cruz. No, oh okay, Hazen Cruz. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> Whoever can get Hayes and Cruz to do the most embarrassing thing far and away wins. Oh, Actually, no. what what is the most embarrassing <laughs> thing you've had to do on Fiverr for that, if you don't mind? Oh man, there was a there was a commercial I had to do for this Pakistani like I don't know if it was a weight loss or just like a, a supplement <laughs> thing, but yeah, it was like a business that just like you know like sub like they sell that and they have like an exercise program or something. And I did a voiceover for it. And here's the funny thing. Here's the funniest thing about that job. They asked for a U.S. English voice and a British English voice. English voice. And I sent them samples of both. And they and they as specifically asked me, "Can you please use the U.K. English voice? Your American English is not as believable." Oh, <laughs> can you give me wait, wait, what's your English voice what's oh my god yeah, voice? No, you're right. this, this is my English voice right here this is the voice I kind of set out you know it was just like I don't remember what the fuck the company wait, was called so I'll then what's your American like, voice if this, you don't sound English you just sound like you live in like Virginia yeah no I'm, I'm in South Carolina but the uh that when I do an American voice for like a commercial or something it's like the standard perceived American you know like I don't remember the name of the company I'm just gonna say it was like you know A&K health supplements you know, or something like that. It's just like the very sort of mild announcery sort yeah, of yeah, voice. It's, it's 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 very news broadcaster. We're trying to get rid of any kind of sound. So that you're no, from but, but stop. Yeah. What is what is your UK English yeah, voice? Because you don't sound oh, the like UK English voice. Yeah. Oh man, what was I trying to think of the name of the company? It was like I'll just say the same. Say thing. internet it's, popular. It's, just yeah. say internet popular in your UK voice. Internet popular. That's really not yeah, bad. I can believe yeah, it. We, yeah, a little bit. It's actually it's sort of like a uh, uh, Matt Berry sort of. Yeah, voice I mean I we've had voice. English people on, and honestly, I think it's better than some of theirs. But they're a little, you know. <laughs> See, English people from England will always tell you your English accent is shitty. They'll always say that. But then if you come on like you know something else, and they hear you somewhere, and they won't know, they don't know that you're doing an English accent. Yeah. Then you got. I, them. I, I, so I, I have think that's a I have thing one too. question. One question about your current res. Okay. Do you feel cringy talking about how well you're doing? A little bit sometimes. I I do love to toot my own horn, as anybody who knows me well can tell you. Uh, but I do sometimes feel like, I don't know, when if I was someone who aspired to do this stuff and I was hearing from somebody I knew who sort of succeeded at it, which is often the case with some of the other friends I have, um, it makes I, I'm happy for them, but I feel angry that I'm not succeeding and it's anger at myself it's it's sort of like well i should have just been fucking pouring more time and effort into this instead of you know fucking around playing video games or whatever but you need downtime too 
but yeah, it does. It I, I I'm always worried that somebody I know or somebody that is you know a good person who's trying to do this is hearing me talk about this and they're just like, oh, this fucking asshole. I. I just can't wait till one of your ex-girlfriends or something that you really scorned finds your fiver. Like, that's... Every bit of Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, when we talk about ex-girlfriends, now, before you get too big to talk about this, I think the focus of this episode originally was a bit of... You used to have a bit of a garage band of a podcast. Oh, boy, yeah. Uh... (laughs) Talking about love, hate, love. Yeah, love, hate, love. And so I was kind of hoping maybe we can transition (laughs) to talking about your formative years as a co-host and producer of Love, Hate, Love. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I I don't even know if I was really a producer, but... (laughs) Seems like you are. Dude, when we're a minor podcast, you just get to make up whatever job title you want. I'm the the, uh, the internet popular bounty hunter. Whoa, 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 whoa. He... (laughs) Clay is not the bounty hunter. Clay is our our Poon uh, hunter. What's the word for it? He's our he is our guest liaison. When we identify guest someone liaison. who would make a good guest, we send Clay. He's he's our liaison, and he goes to try to get them for you us. Know, I am the one that liaison Hayes in here, so that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's your job. You're you I think are that's an our excellent title. Our, our outreach yeah. guest liaison. I prefer Bonnie liaison. Hunter, so. it's, for the record, you're, you're a liaison. Anyway, sorry. Uh, well, like you said, you can make up whatever title you want when it's Yeah, hey, maybe. Um, so okay, let's <laughs> let's set the scene. So first off, what what was pitch me on love hate love? What was love hate love? Love hate love was a podcast where every week we bring in one thing we love and one thing we hate, and it was three hosts: me, uh, Christy Flowers, and Matt Van Dusen, and we. Uh, we just brought in one thing we love and one thing we hate, and we talked about it. And sometimes we'd agree, sometimes we'd disagree. Uh, there was supposed to be a whole voting system, but we never did. What was the best topic so would you- that was ever discussed? What's the best topic that was ever discussed that you, that you or Christy or anyone brought up? Oh, man. I, I don't remember a lot of them, actually. But uh, I remember one I particularly liked was I, I ranted about Nintendo. Uh, so you know, such a nerdy fucking thing. On the I don't love know if everybody listens to plays video games or not. It's a hate okay. thing. I really, I really hated some of the stuff Nintendo was uh, sort of doing at the time when I was talking about it with uh, just how the Wii U went. With there was fucking no games. Nobody purchased it. Nobody was buying it, and everything was kind of it going had towards potential. I, yeah, it could have been good. Yeah, it, it I agree. Like it, the it, pinnacle of systems. Uh, of we're, only, we're only doing niche shit for kids. Niche. Yeah, that's and and now they're selling cardboard for eighty fucking dollars. I'll be honest, that cardboard does kind of seem cool though. Like I wouldn't spend that money on it, and I think it's like yeah. sixty, but I still think it looks kind of cool. I mean, you could literally just draw out what you want and and play okay. the same. Okay, game. can we just stop because no one's doing that. That's way too much work, and it's never going to be as good. That's like when you're like that's like if your mom was like. If you're like, you want to go to McDonald's, and your mom's like, I'll just make you a cheeseburger instead. It's not the same. Hang on. Okay. It's never going to taste me, the same as a McDonald's. Cheeseburger doesn't cost 80 bucks either. For all the confused people out there who might not follow all the video games, what are you, when you say they're selling $8 thing of cardboard, is, is this, what, what are, can, Oh, can what you the let, hell is that thing called? Yeah, it's, it's some, it's some kind of thing they sell for the Switch. And you can put you can put this cardboard shit together and fold it up into like a rocket ship. Okay, okay. Stop. In it somehow. Stop. So first <laughs> off, it's fucking sweet as balls. Okay. So 
what happens is you can fold up the cardboard in all of these different ways to where it like it could be like a a, a steering wheel or could you, oh my god I'm trying to th- I need to just look it up because there's so many examples of cool shit that it can be if it's exactly like, it's actually cardboard you know what fuck it that's not what the episode's about I want to hear goss about love hate love tell me how it fucking that's started. Different. Basically, this show started. Uh, it what like all of it was kind of really the idea and format I came up with. Really, oh, well, who's Matt okay. and Christy sort of approached me. We they they had seen me. I think it was like right after I went on the Dick Show for the first time, talking about the Twitch trolling thing. Mm-hmm. They came to me uh, asking me if I wanted to be part of this podcast they were doing, and I was just like, you know, I have anything else to do at the time? Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out, no problem. So I went and checked it out and I was like, so what is the podcast? What are we talking about? What's the, you know, who's in it? Who's doing what? What's the format? And basically kind of got met with, you know, ellipses and blank stares. And I was like, you guys don't know what you're doing. I would know nothing about like, that. As far I, as when like, Chelsea joined, I, I, I had everything figured out. So, okay. Can you give me a little bit of an idea of like, so your co-hosts were Christy Flowers and Matt Van Dusen. Describe Matt Van Dusen in like a sentence or two. Give us an idea of who we're talking about here. Matt was uh, a young guy who he he was from Canada and he was he's very amicable. Um, he really had a lot of drive and he really wanted to do entertainment. I think both him and Christy did not really realize how much work would go into something as simple as a podcast. Because, you know, when you listen to podcasts, you just think like, oh, it's easy. You just record and be funny. But there's a lot more involved in it. Uh, Christy was an, another young guy. I think he, maybe he was 18 at the time when I met him. Uh, he was from the UK. I think he was either living in Hong Kong at the time or he moved to Hong Kong. I think he's come back since, but he's, uh, he's, he's another young guy. Um, I don't think he, he had really worked like a job job before he had worked like, you know, just typical, like young people stuff, like, you know, restaurant stuff, uh, you know, can, job at a carnival or fair. Can I ask something I've always wondered? And I mean, I guess if you can't say, you can't say. It, I don't think it's that bad. But no, he Christy, can say. It. I mean, is, he's already naming okay. names. Is Christy his like actual first full name, or is that the name he chose to go with? And I'm not sure which is worse. <laughs> as far as I know, that is his actual name. Oh my uh, God. I actually shipped a package to him in the UK once under that name, and that became and he got it. So that's like the situation where the dad raises his daughter as. A guy because like I I wanted a son, but so much worse. Jeez, oh that kid had to deal with a lot of bullying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know in the UK, bullying is sort of like an illegal thing now. You can get uh, thrown in jail for mean tweets, but uh, sure. you know I mean, maybe I, maybe I, he did. Maybe there's still some underground is, bullying ring. I don't think his name is that big of a deal. It is what it is. Really? I don't. God, that's gotta be rough. So before we go talk about maybe the setup and stuff, give me one love and one hate with Matt Dusen. One love and one hate that he brought in? No, or no, no, one no. love and one hate I had about him? About him. Oh, this is a you turn I wasn't to... expecting. Way to work out, Chelsea. Oh, boy, Damn. yeah. Curveballs I didn't know I was going to throw my former co-workers under the bus here. You already yeah, named names. Not... You literally came on the show. You've named names. Don't bitch out now. Please, so just let's don't. Put, let's put the fire under me now, yeah. All right, so Matt, uh, one thing I really loved about Matt was he did have a lot of drive. He really did want for this to work. Um, I guess one thing I hated about him or, you know, just what was going on at the, you know, you yeah, don't know. Stop qualifying it. Something yeah. you hate what about you... him is what? 
One thing I hated about him was that he didn't uh, do the fucking webmastering like he said he was going to fucking do. Shots fired. Shots yeah. fired. Oh, take that, Matt. Well, and the fact, the fact that his love was already something he said earlier means he doesn't love anything else about it. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It, you just repeated. Well, the kid had drive. The kid had drive. <laughs> you know, he had can't. He was from Canada. I didn't hold against him. He had drive. What did you hate about him? The little him. fucker <laughs> never did what he said he was going to do. Yeah, and uh, it's sort of the same thing for Christy. I guess that's the next question: is what did I love and hate about him? Yeah, we didn't ask you what you uh, loved and hate about Christy. You must just really want to say it. Go on. I mean, that's where that's it's coming. Thinking, to, that's I coming guess. up though. So I know. I'm trying to get trying to get a little head head start here. Yeah, one thing I loved about Christy was that he he also really wanted this thing to work. Everyone's like both tried. of them did, but they just didn't fucking understand. I don't think like how much work they're gonna have to pour into. You it, okay? Hold up, stop. Yeah, you cannot name a single thing that you love about Christy or working with Christy or com- Christy's comedic sense. You didn't love any of that. You could only say, well, gosh, he really wanted it to work. I mean, since both of their things were drive, like, when the podcast ended, did they move on, like, to Uber careers, or what are we looking at? I don't know. I think maybe Christy did something like that. I think he did his own thing. It was called uh, Christy's Cabs. Nice. Uh, you expect yeah. a girl to come up here or unfortunately disappoint when it's a... Uh... So, so, I'm challenging you here. Is there anything outside of their, like, some ambiguous bullshit that doesn't mean anything that you legitimately loved about working with your co-hosts? Matt, and Matt was a funny guy. He really okay. did have a lot of good comedy there, and he kept us on track a lot of the times while we were actually recording. That was something I really admired about him. Christy, like, I don't know if he's changed since then, but he didn't really have a great sense of humor. Uh, but it he always took when we would shit on him well. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't take it personally, you know. He just knew it was all in good fun. Backhanded compliment, but that's what we're all about here on Internet Popular. Also, so also, what did you hate? What did you hate about working with Christy Flowers? It, that really was the same thing about both of them. It was just that they were they were so young and inexperienced with this shit. That uh, they really stop! Didn't stop! Know. Stop apologizing. No, for no, them. that's true. No, I get maybe. But what what is an example of something Christy said he was going to do, but never did? You told me Matt fucked up the website. What did Christy fuck yeah. up? Christy was supposed to be our social media guy, just <laughs> posting on the Facebook and stuff I think like you that. You all fucked up from the you know? start agreeing to that. <laughs> yeah, we were like, hey, just post something on the Facebook every once in a while. And like, it was like three months later. I was like, uh, hey, uh, why is there no posts on the Facebook at all? And he's like, oh, well, nobody's nobody's talking about anything on the Facebook. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's because there's no activity. Nobody thinks we're even there, like, watching it. So. Okay, so that, so yeah. these so these co-hosts that have a lot of ambition and a good heart, but, you know, kind of fucked you over. Um, They came to you. So if I'm understanding the story, they came to you wanting to do something wide-eyed, you know, puppy tails wagon. I think it's wide-eyed and bushy tail. I don't. I didn't like that one. I wanted. To, I wanted to say the word puppy. Oh. I thought you know the word puppy itself is cuter than a puppy actually is. She um, is a white girl. So says we know she likes puppies. <laughs> no, I don't. I hate puppies. I hate dogs. Dogs are like the oh, worst okay. animal ever. I'm dead wrong. Dude, dogs suck. Man, you know I'm what my not, cat I'm has never even, done? Woken me up at three it. in the morning to make me go outside and watch it shit. Never happened. Yeah, no, it'll just do it in your house I, where you I can smell it. I prefer cats for that reason. I feel like... Smell it? Uh, you know what? Get good litter. Get good, It son. doesn't matter, no. Everyone thinks their own cat doesn't smell, and everyone who has a cat's place smells like cat shit. To anyone who doesn't own a cat. 
You know what? I have All never had to put my hand in a plastic bag and pick up a warm piece of dog shit off the ground. I've never had to do that. It's pretty bad. i dog shit is a whole lot easier to clean up than uh, the cat shit if they have an accident in the house, though. I've yet to do the Pepsi challenge, to be honest. <laughs> this is a weird tangent so, that we went on here. So, so we understand here that they came to you and... Tell us about, so you came, you, you kind of took control and then, you know, when we were doing pre-show, you told me that there was about 14 to 15 episodes. What was, yeah, it was maybe 14, 15, 14, 15. So what's like, tell me about like break down love, hate, love in its prime for us. Well, it was prime. We were doing live streams of every episode. We'd have maybe I think 10, 15, well, 10 to 15, incidentally, people watching us on live streams, commenting. Uh, there there were people who were also kind of big in that community that we stemmed off from, the Dick Show community, that uh, were watching. They were donating money to it so that we could get a little bit better equipment and have a little bit better sound. That was, to me, the the best we did. That was the biggest thing that we got when people were actually throwing money at this that I I did not expect people to do that. And uh, did you they, guys ever they have like, a moment yeah, where you like guys it. We like, want this to be better. We want to help you guys out. Did you guys ever have a moment where you thought, like, this is it. We're going to make it with this podcast? When that happened, I think that was what was on everybody's mind. I can only speak for myself, but I think every, I'm pretty sure everybody was like, this is it, boys. Like, people like this show. We're going to go places with this. Red carpets, here we come, baby. When that yeah. happens, did Christy, Matt, and Matt work harder? They did work harder than they were working before, uh, but the, there were some key things that, that just didn't kind of get, get done. Like, Matt and I honestly did keep the website updated, but there were things we wanted to happen, like the PHP plugin. Dick actually, Dick Masterson sent us the plugin they used for this other podcast they had that was wildly successful called Biggest Problem. And this Never plugin, all we had to do was find a way to make it work with our words. We had to just plug in our loves and hates into it instead of their problems. Other that they than had the voting into system. It. Yeah, and Matt kind of said, oh yeah, I can do that. And then as we tried to do it, he kind of figured out like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. But it just, he, he kind of just kept telling me like, it can happen. I just got to work with it. And he just never found time. So it never got done. And when stuff like that started happening, I kind of started seeing the castle walls crumble around me. And I was like, oh, shit, like we're, we got we got to get either some more people in here that know what they're doing, like from people per hour or something to help get these PHP plugins working. Uh, or like we're not, we're not going to be growing. People are going to be throwing money at this thing and they're going to see that we're not growing and we're not actually utilizing this stuff to make this a better show. I, yeah, and they're going to you, leave. Yeah, you definitely need to be able to like, expand your, your audience's ability to get involved and all that. Like, It definitely takes a tech guy. I mean, luckily we've got me as our tech guy. I set us up this badass Dropbox that only took me like two hours to do. I mean, without a tech guy, you are pretty fucked. So, yeah, I mean, and none of us were tech guys. That was the thing. Like, Matt knew some stuff about like plugins and WordPress okay. and shit. But he, well, that thing Dick sent us was something he wrote. This wasn't like built on a template, and we didn't we didn't know what we were doing trying to to plug stuff into it. So it just just never got done, and we had to we had I hired somebody to look into it, but that was around the time the show kind of crumbled. Okay, now what at what episode do you think it started to crumble? That you were visibly aware that there were some real big fucking issues here. I think it was around episode eleven. Okay. It was about halfway through it, and I just kept telling myself, no, no, it's not. 
I'm just being paranoid again because you know Chelsea knows that I'm a paranoid motherfucker. Extremely. All he does, Extremely. he's dude. Just he's like he's not as funny or as interesting as Dale Gribble, and I don't think his wife cheats on him. But I feel like Hayes and Cruz has a little Dale Gribble in him. Uh, there's a little bit of that going on. It's uh, dude, that mixed with a little Vidal Castro. Hey, Hayes, you scared the, the shit out of me right there when you're talking at the end of your podcast. Like Chelsea knows. I'm just thinking this could be like, when a podcast about to end. It's like. <laughs> By the way, Clay, me and me and Hayes have been talking. Uh, we're we're done here, <laughs> dude. I would shit had like I'm like oh fuck. I'll oh. be honest, that was actually that would be a good way to go out. Like as much as it no, was, this isn't a shit on, on I, uh, love hate love episode. <laughs> this is a I quit and I've replaced you episode. It was it would suck a lot, but I would have definitely re- uh, respected that like fucking implementation of it for sure. Sorry. Well, the best part is, is that after we d- we're done recording, I'd have to ask you for your title. <laughs> <laughs> what is your title, Clay Bounty Hunter? <laughs> I'm sticking to that. So, so what did you do to try to write this ship? So, at episode eleven, you had another four or five, like good three or four episodes left. What did you do to try to fix things, or did you do nothing and then just? you know, come up with all the different ways you're going to bitch about Matt and Kristen. Well, since we couldn't really, it, it looked, it was apparent to me, or I had, I had, I was left to assume that we were not going to be able to get the PHP plugin working. And by the time I found out that Facebook was not, you know, being used actively like it should have been. So you mean to tell me like, you well, never checked mm-hmm. in on your Facebook group at all? I, that was my fault. I didn't, I didn't look at it. Okay. I, I told somebody to do it and they said, yeah, they said, yeah, I'll do that. And then it just didn't happen. So I, I assumed it was going on uh, and it wasn't, but that was my fault. As somebody who kind of got thrown into this de facto leader position of this thing, I should have been checking this shit all the time and I didn't do it. And that's my fault. But uh, I tried to just take over these duties like I was just like, okay, if this if they don't have time or they're not going to be able to do it or they they won't do it, whatever, the the end of the day, it's not going to get done unless I do something about it. So I started manning the Facebook and stuff myself, and I went to you know places like People Per Hour and Fiverr and things like that, trying to hire someone who knew how to work with Word WordPress and plugins. And Back shit. to your roots with like, Fiverr, yeah. yeah. Did you ever yeah. consider replacing them? With a Fiverr guy. I, I really couldn't. Yeah, I really couldn't replace, uh, get, you know, get rid of them because it was sort of their show. Everybody thinks Love, Hate, Love was my show and the concept and the format were mine. Uh, but this was something that they initially wanted to do. You know, they were they were kind of like how they had the final say and in so things. Basically, and, the the part that was theirs was the idea to do a podcast. Not like the not like the idea of how it works, not the name. The idea to do a podcast was theirs. Therefore, it's theirs. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's kind of right. I, I guess I just felt like since they brought me in on it, it, it was sort of still their thing. I don't know. Okay, and so we've I, talked about sorry. the rise of it. We've talked about the crippling middle ground where you realize that you were surrounded by incompetence. That's that's fun. Um, what about the ending? How did it? How did you break it? To did, I mean, I guess you called it off. You said the show's over. I I would say you should absolutely if you did not come in with your, your last hate was working with you guys. <laughs> oh man, that should have fucking done that. Actually, yeah, that would have that would have at least been funny. It, it um, almost seems what I did was severely less funny. Oh. Okay, so what'd you do? Yeah, what happened was that we just basically sat down. I think we usually recorded on like a, I'm gonna say a Friday. I sat down with them on a Monday, and I was like, "Guys, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be 
there for this episode. And they were like, wow, what's going on? I was like, because, you know, for three months I've been I've been pouring everything I got into this as far as free time. And I don't feel like everybody else is kind of doing that. And I can't do it all myself. It's not going to work. We're not going to grow, you know, with just me trying to pull everything. And then everybody, you know, we're all splitting the money evenly four ways or three ways or however many people were on it at the time. And they were just like, yeah, okay, we, we, we can see that. And I said, you guys can keep doing the show with the same format, same title, everything. I just, you know, I, I don't want to do this every week. I, I have other stuff I'm doing now that that was kind of when I started doing like Fiverr stuff and things. And I was like, I have other stuff I'm doing. I'm making more money doing that and I'm putting less effort into it. So it doesn't, as much as I love the show, it doesn't really make sense for me to continue doing this. And they were just like, okay, well, yeah. And then they just never had another episode. <laughs> They just never did anything after that for the show. Oh, it's it's funny that the fact that like you're leaving because you were doing everything and they kind of knowledge that they're like, okay, well, yeah, thanks. They just not only they pretty much confirmed everything you were saying, but not even doing even one more. Well, what? okay, let's give Christy some credit. He did start a new podcast that I don't know it if wasn't it ever bad. had any episodes, but I know he had a couple. I think right. He had it. He had the one I heard. It actually wasn't bad. It was almost as if it was sort of a wake-up call to him, and he was like, okay, I'm going to do something myself, and I'm going to actually work on it and make it work. And it's, it didn't sound bad. The only thing bad was the mic quality, and, you know, you kind of have to work with what you got. Oh, yeah, that's we've had to work with that before, for sure. Yeah, that's happened. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's forgivable at this level, but, okay. So, looking back, any last thoughts? This is for the record, honestly. This is for the record books. You've given your opinion of Love, Hate, Love, of Christy Flowers, of Matt Van Dusen. Do you have any final comments about Love, Hate, Love and that time in your life before this goes to this goes out to the public? Yeah, I do want to say that despite everything that happened, I don't, I don't harbor any kind of grudge for these guys. And I'm a guy who holds grudges, right? I don't, I think, uh, like I said, a million times trying to kind of, you know, apologize for what I'm saying. Uh, I think they were just young and I think they don't, they didn't have any idea how much work this was going to be. And when it hit them, they were just like overwhelmed and just couldn't do it. But I think that at least, I don't know, I haven't talked to Matt in a long time, but with Christie's new show, I could tell he kind of, you know, learned a lot from the experience and everybody does shit like this when they're young. I know there's tons of experiences and things I did or didn't do rather that I said I was going to do when I was young. Cause I just, I didn't understand the importance of it. And so I hope, I wish them well. I hope that they did learn stuff from this. And I, I hope that if they still want to pursue some shit like this, that they do it and they keep doing it and they keep working on it. So in the end, we ended up with love. Yeah. I mean, that, that That's was, how you I see asked, sandwich that was it all exactly together. the point. I asked love and hate. And then I knew Hazen being the, kind-hearted gentleman he was oh, my was going to feel awkward about calling people out and then be like, well, you were young and I'm better than you and I know more than you and all that shit. You know? That's exactly right. It's all backhanded, but I mean, to him, that seems like that's kind of enough. Uh, that's the best you get from me, really. And I think Chelsea, I think you said it at one point, too. It's, it's internet popular. Everything's backhanded around here. I don't, I mean, I don't think I, he said that. Didn't you say that? No. Maybe, maybe I don't I think he said that. No, I said you said that. Ah, fuck it. Never mind. Okay, fine. So, I think what one of the things I've noticed, like a huge red flag about you as a person, 
is that you definitely in talking to you have noticed this and then in this like recording this podcast you absolutely love taking this position of being the superior and stepping back you're like no 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 i'm gonna step back from the situation that i'm actively involved in and talk about how my maturity allows me to see how this is fucked and you know what it's okay i used to be young as well so even though in this whole show like you were the leader they depended on you and you did a shit job of it and your your little monologue is about how they were just young and so like it's just you know red flags i think that's one of the most interesting red flags i've noticed about you is that he hangs out with young kids yeah he does. That actually is a red flag. That's a big red flag. With people? Like, oh boy, I'm learning a lot about myself in this episode. <laughs> like you, are, do you yeah. have like a weird Jesus complex where you like to hang out with people 10, 15 years younger than you and be like, well, I remember being your age. Well, only when I drive my Honda Civic with a spoiler on it and wear my Monster Energy hat. Sidebar, That's, guys. When I put sidebar. that stuff together. Serious yeah, fucking sidebar I, here. And... I think this is a good idea. I think this idea can go fucking nationwide. I think car rental places need to have douchebag category cars. So you go in, like, usually there's, like, yes. some uh, there's a shitty car, like an economy, a compact, an SUV, a high-end car. I think you should be able to upgrade from, like, the midsize to like oh five more dollars and you could get a douchebag car comes, like i don't like the d-bag option it, and it you know comes what? with the spoiler monster stickers and then one of those calvin yes, peeing yes. on something it's and it's like a civic it's the civic with like the spoilers <laughs> and the obnoxious fuchsia paint paint that's like half for done some, for some and, reason the gold rims that are always on like the goldish tannish almost rims that are on those civics do you know what i'm talking about it looks, no idea. It looks terrible. That's not yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Those fucking Hot Wheels rims <laughs> yeah, they put on the thing. So, but here's the thing. I would never have that car, but if you told me, like, I just drove to Illinois. If you told me that I can drive a D-bag car to Illinois, like, that sounds awesome. That sounds fantastic to go to, like, New York City with a D-bag car. Honestly, if you're going to, like, New Jersey, they might recommend the D-bag car so you fit in. The idea of just, also not having to commit to that level of douchebaggery where it's stuck in your car and just getting to try it out for whether it's funny or you're thinking of tiptoeing into D-bag levels, <laughs> that is actually a fantastic business plan, Shells. I am with you. You know what? I'm I'm on board now. I wasn't before. I thought this was sort of a joke. Now I'm I'm seriously thinking this might be a good idea. And edit this I'm, part I'm out so no one steals the idea. No, I'm, dude. I'm telling you though. Imagine like, imagine especially like you have a new girlfriend or something like that, or you're going on like, a little trip. Like you have a wife. She's fifteen. So you're going. You're going on a little day trip somewhere. As a joke to lighten the spirit. What if you're like you pull up and you're like, honey, I paid the extra for D bag. You gotta hope she doesn't, like, just walk off when she sees the car before you can tell her it's a joke. No, but I think it'd be great, <laughs> honestly, if Oh, if no, I'm, a, I'm 100% behind Pulled up you. with a D-bag car and was like, let's have some fun. Here's a trucker cap. Here's, oh, yeah. like, a shitty trucker cap. Let's do this. Yeah, and as you drive out of the driveway, your uh, low-rider truck just fucking gets scraped. By <laughs> <a speed bump laughs> yeah, it screws out everything. <laughs> Yeah. Hazen, if someone uh, came up to a first date and pulled up in one of these D-bag cars, would that be a red flag to you? 
to me, if I was a 15-year-old girl, I don't know, because they seem to love those. Well, well, hold up. Why would you do it a first date? This is the kind of thing you do when you're driving oh, like, I you were going outside date. of your area. Like, if I drove to visit you, I would rent a D-bag car, because, especially if I knew where the license plate, like, were, like, you know, a different... I don't know. I just think it'd be fun, okay? I just think it's a little bit of naughty. It's naughtiness, Okay. Oh, no. That's, that's a red flag. People who say naughty. Oh, 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 yeah, it is. Actually, I've never said... It's 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 kind of a cringy word. I'm trying to think of any... It really like, is. It used to not be. No, it was always it cringy. Now. I, I can't think of someone who's like a well-to-do parent type that says naughty in that kind of way. Yeah, no, I think you're pretty right. No, no, I think parents... I think that's a mom thing to do. Like, I actually think, like, it's like a 45-year-old woman thing to do is to be like oh greg let's get naughty i don't know if, I just, if my mom said i was being naughty i would have to like leave the room like all right mom i'm taking a break from you right now do you think your dad says that your mom's been naughty oh my god i hope not maybe i don't know man i don't try and think about my parents girl. life like that come on i mean don't you want them to have a good sex life I don't have an opinion. Don't on you want don't, your I, mom and dad to have sex? I, I legitimately have yes, zero and that's why I do not let them say way. that word. Oh no! What if that's your dad's kink? Is to say, like, you know, to your have your mom time up cringy like, words. Oh, I've actually got a whole thing with my parents' sex life where I found out, but uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. It, was, it wasn't huge. I was. I remember. I was. I was in my room one night. My my dad always moves around for his work, and uh, he was he was in town for uh, for a hot minute. Uh, I'm I'm in my room late at night eating a sandwich with a bunch of mayonnaise on, and he comes walking out of my uh, the parents' room butt naked, and I'm just like, "Well, I'm done for the fucking night. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Is he bigger than you? No, get the no. Next thing, get the fuck out of here. We're not doing that. There's a line, Chelsea. There is a line. Stop, stop, Clay, Clay. So based on Clay's response, do you think Clay's dad's dick is bigger than Clay's? Well, my dad's like five eleven, and I'm five six. I didn't focus on his. So yeah, so it is. So it is. So Clay's your dad. You inherited a small dick. I legitimately don't know the size of my dad's penis. I don't like that I brought this up now. This is. This was a he crash. eyeballed it. Uh, the, yeah, Maybe is, not longer. Maybe he's, just little, he's got a little more girth to him. <laughs> I'm so sorry, does Mom. He, does, he, does he manscape? Get out of here, please. All right, next uh, next subject. Uh, we were talking about red flags of some sort, I think. Uh, Hazen Cruz uh, or Chelsea. I don't care. One of you guys, what's the red flags thing? I'm not flustered. Just go with the red flags thing. I don't care. Just go with something else. So this third bit was supposed to be about red flags, but now I just can't stop asking Clay questions. Go with red flags, for love of God, Chelsea, oh my God. (laughs) Did the pubes turn gray already? Oh my God. Oh my God, does he have liver spots? I don't know, man. Stop this. (laughs) Stop this. I'm out. I am fucking out. No, Chelsea. Now I'm picturing an old Fuck you, Chelsea. Fuck you, Hazel Cruz. I am out. Rage quit and activated. Shit, I didn't hit stop. Please! <laughs> it keeps missing. This is great. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect that to happen, but I'm really happy about it. Oh, God. Okay, so apparently Clay is actually like legitimately gone now for the rest of the episode. Oh, yeah. That's what it sounds like, yeah. So... 
I'm gonna throw this out there. We were talking about like so or before the show started, we were talking to um talking to Hazen, he uh I kinda pointed out that one of his red flags is that he fucking generalizes people to like a ridiculous degree. Ridiculous degree. Yeah, I could see that. Like uh for instance, people who uh people who have bad humor, I guess, like that's that's a red flag for me. If somebody has bad humor, if they keep tell not if they tell bad jokes, right? Like you could tell a bad joke in a certain way or at a certain time and people will still laugh. The humor is still funny, even though the joke is bad, like corny dad jokes and shit like that. It's interesting um, to me how you mentioned that you hated Christy earlier because he had bad a bad sense of humor, and then I ask you a red flag and you bring up yeah, the reason that you don't That was like a red flag actually with Christy. It was like <laughs> When he started putting up stuff about like, oh yeah, this is a show about three straight white males, and I was just like, Christy, that's not that's not funny, dude. It's awful. Why would you why would you advertise our show like that? But yeah, like if if you keep telling those jokes over and over and keep telling them in the same way at the same times in the same situations, and people keep not laughing, you have bad humor. And to me, that's a red flag because that's indicative that you will just push something that you want to work, even if it makes other people uncomfortable constantly. So Christy so, made you uncomfortable. Constantly with the straight white males thing. Yeah. Why does that make over you, and over. why does that make you uncomfortable? It's just so it's like naughty. It's just so cringy. It's just like I don't know, it, it just sounds so like red pilled armor skeptic guy type thing oh, to do. Don't make fun of armored skeptic. He's, no, I, I don't like that guy. Oh, come on. Him and Shuan Head are like... I just... I Annoying. root for the relationship. I love Shuan Ugh. Head. No, I don't like either one of those What's guys. What's wrong with Shuan Head? Give me the red flags of Shuan Head. Okay, fam? Like, the, the two videos I've been able to get through, uh, they're all just regurgitations of things that have all been said before by other YouTubers, which a lot of YouTubers do. That's not unique to her. Uh... I just, I don't know, just like how they make fun of people, especially her, you know, oh, these people are so offended by this. These people are so offended by that. And then somebody makes a 9-11 joke and then she's like, oh, well, I actually knew people who died in 9-11, so fuck you. Like, real anger comes out at that point of her 9-11 joke. So people aren't ever allowed to be offended over legitimately bad things? Yeah, that's fine. But you, you're not allowed to... Make fun of people who are offended by something who fucking actually is hurtful to them. These people who are attention whore like cry bullies on YouTube and shit like that. I understand that. But when when people like have like the, like these school shootings things that happened, for instance, right? Like people who know someone who have died in a shooting or died in that that particular shooting. If somebody says something to that person and they get upset about it that's a legit criticism if you knew someone who died in 9-11 and you know that joke upsets you that's a legit criticism but you can't make fun of one of those situations or something like that that's serious and then get offended by the other you so, see what i'm saying it's really okay yeah, so i let hayes and cruz continue because i wanted you to fully like soak in his red his red flag so consider that he, one he starts off by saying he doesn't watch Shuan Head. He's only seen an extremely minuscule amount of Shuan Head. Yet, he has spent more time talking about his opinion of Shuan Head than he has engaging with her content. 
This is a red flag of Hazen Cruz because he's full of fucking shit all the fucking time. He will. That's right. You kids. can give him like three pieces of of like three ideas or three facts, and then he'll just fucking build some kind of narrative on it and fucking spew shit constantly. Which is kind of why he's making it entertainment. I'll I'll give him that, but. Everything he says is in that same realm of, I don't know what I'm talking about, but God damn it, I'm going to sound like I do. You know, as much as I hate BuzzFeed, maybe I should apply there. Oh, dude, I think I've thought about it. I Honestly, I think I'd kill. I think I know how to speak to those people. Yeah, because what you're describing to me is pretty much what like all those sites sort of do. So, I don't know, maybe I should maybe I should hand an application into uh, old What's Joe Bernstein. For BuzzFeed? I don't know. I'll have to figure that out later. Okay, so I need to. we need to finish this episode up, but I have a, a red flag that I need to fucking share. So recently, um, I think, I mean, death happens to everybody. Death is a thing that, uh, that should get edited. So recently, I know someone who's dealing with the death in the family. And looking up urns, something kind of popped up on the website. There are urn necklaces. And earn rings. Whoa. Earn jewelry. Can we fucking stop for a second and just goddamn consider? Can, can you imagine meeting that person? I think it's a little different if, like, they're <laughs> 90 years old and they're wearing their husband around their neck because, you know, they went a little, they went before me or something. I, I maybe, is this I like can a give whole you a urn? Huh? I, I need to know. Is this like a whole urn they're wearing, like, fucking Flavor Flav? No, it's, it, it's an urn that's just, it's a necklace that's, like, designed to be like it's a it's a heart or a cross or something that has that contains ash that you put the ashes. What in. I'm saying is 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 it like huge enough to contain all the ash from the cremation? No, no, it's not. It's just a pinch or something. Okay, all yeah, right. it's just like a little bit. But here's the deal: just imagine that as a person. Like imagine like you meet a 25 year old uh, woman wearing, you know, their dead dad or their dead mom. Do like that doesn't. Every day of their life, that's what they're carrying around with them, literally. I can't think of a crazier-ass red fucking flag. That is fucking really insane. Like, I'm with you on the whole, a 90-year-old woman and it's her husband. You know, you spent more time together in your life than you spent apart, sort of thing. But I just don't see those, I don't see those being a bestseller, and I don't think they should be. And if I see someone with that around their neck that's my age, absolutely, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I don't think I want to be friends with this person. I was talking to my mom about this and I was like, she was horrified by it. And I was like, I can see having it. Like, if you only have a little bit, maybe I could see like, you like the design or something. I could see wearing it at a very, very special occasion. Like you're getting married and you want them to be there with you. I can understand the symbolic nature of it. But if you're wearing your dead loved one with you, when you take a shit every day, when you're getting finger banged at the movies, like everywhere you go, that's happening. I just can't get past it. I can't fucking handle it. I can't. It to me, the fact that it exists blew my mind. And it wasn't like, oh, it, like a website that has something like this doesn't like qualify it with like, oh, here you go. It's just like it's there, which it's normal. It's right next to all the other normal fucking urns. You got to also think, like, if you die, do you want somebody wearing you on a necklace, like, forever? Like, ashes of your body? Like, do you want that to be... Is that anybody's aspiration for how their body should be handled after they, they croak? 
And I mean, well, true. Okay. And so, and imagine this, imagine like, you know, you have a daughter and it's, and it's your daughter wearing you around her neck. Do you want to be around your daughter's, do you want your remains to be around your daughter's neck when she's taking it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just, That's so I guess, the first thing I thought about was that something like that. Yeah. It's just like, it seems one inappropriate Two, man, that person has a lot of issues that they need to work out that I don't think I can handle. Like I have my own set of issues, I'll admit, but like, to me, that just seems like the biggest red flag and I'm sort of eager to meet someone who actually is wearing their urn. <laughs> oh boy. I for years I thought I'd never meet somebody who believed in this flat earth bullshit. But I met them, so why not? And who knows, you could fucking meet somebody who You with let this me thing know. And if neck. you ever meet this person, you need to let me know. You need to send me like a, a fucking message like Chelsea, it's happening. It's happening. I mean, I'll happening. stop them. Yeah, I'll it's stop their great them uncle. I'll be like I need to take a picture with you because there's a friend of mine who needs to see this. And I'll send it to you. Thank you. I So, Hazen, I'm sorry that Clay got upset about liver spots, gray hair, manscaping, and his parents' sex life. Um, yeah, I don't oh, know what whatever. else there is to say about that, except that Clay's dad has a bigger dick than he's, he does, and he may or may not manscape. We'll never know. We'll never know now. You know who will, though? Clay. Exactly. So anything you'd like to plug? Oh, there's so much I'd like to plug. I'll try to keep it uh, short here. Okay. Um, I, I'm an affiliate on Twitch now. You can go to twitch.tv slash Cruz. If you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to my Twitch channel for free. I get about 2 or $3 out of that uh, every month that you do that. And it doesn't cost you anything extra if you already have Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm most active on Twitter, and there's a link to my Twitter and my Discord on my Twitch. If you go on my Twitch, really, you can kind of see where all I'm at. There's even a link to my SoundCloud on there where I do a lot of my bits and music. Uh, Fiverr, with two R's, F-I-V-E-R-R dot com slash Hazencruz. You can go there and pretty much make me do anything you want. I'll dance for money. So those are those are the two main things, and they, they carry links to all the other media that I'm on. And check me out on Gab, too gab.ai it's a twitter alternative check gab out too do you have uh are you gonna give us your fet life account as well uh i don't i, I deleted that okay actually. but do you, do that you still my have your uh, what was that vampire website that you were really big into oh what was that vampirefreaks.com yeah <laughs> my old profile might be active on that. I need to what? to see if it's there. What is it? it? What's your old profile on screen name? I I don't know. I don't think it was under Hazen Cruz. <laughs> I don't remember what username I put uh, under that actually. Okay, vampire. Uh, great. We learned a little bit about you today. Uh, you shat on Christy Flowers and Matt Van Dusen while taking very little responsibility for the failure of your garage bands. That's cool. Um, that's true. I really enjoyed having you on. Uh. Hazen, good luck, and uh, have a great night, guys. Good night, guys.